We're going to study tonight a letter of the Rambam. It is related in theme and spirit to the letter of the Rambam we discussed recently. may have even been to the same person. The, the letter we're going to do tonight is a response to Rabbi Ovadia Gertzedek, to a man named Ovadia, who was a, a Gertzedek, a proselyte, a convert, who had converted from some other religion. Uh, recently, we learned, we, we learned about the letter he wrote to a ger who had said that Islam is not of Odizara, and he had gotten into an argument with his Rebbe about it. His Rebbe had apparently spoken quite sharply and disparagingly to him and insulted him and made him feel bad. And the Rambam actually agreed with him that Islam was not of Odizara, and beyond, besides agreeing to him on the substance of the matter, he sharply criticized his Rebbe for speaking to him in a hurtful way, for hurting his feelings, and so on. The, the, letter, the letter we're going to study tonight, I mentioned briefly at the time, is a famous letter to Rabbi Ovadi Hager, which according to the Mekitin Erdom edition of the Rambam, he apparently was the recipient of the other letter as well. The letter we're going to do tonight is also about the subject of Geiris. It's also about, indirectly at least, it touches on the feelings of Geirim and the feelings of being an outsider, a stranger in a strange land. Uh, we'll see... We'll see exactly what the tshuva is about. It's uh, self-explanatory as we go. So apparently, this Rabbi Ovadia had posed the Rambam a number of questions. One of them may have been the one we discussed last time. This is another one. She'elos she'shal Rabbi Ovadia Gertzedek may have been a Moshe Zetzal A list, a group of questions that this Rabbi Ovadia Gertzedek posed the Rambam and the Rambam's answers. Amar Moshe Rabbi Maimon Rabbi Golos Yushalayim Asher B'Sfarad that phrase is based on a pasuk. The, 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 it speaks about the Golos of Yerushalayim, the diaspora of Yerushalayim that was now in somewhere called Sfarad. Today, of course, for, for the last thousand years, whatever Sfarad may have meant in the time of the Bible, but Sfarad for the last thousand years meant Spain. So the Rambam refers to himself as Golos Yerushalayim, in exile from, from Jerusalem as a Jew. His home is in Yerushalayim. Now he resides in Spain. Rambam, of course, uh, began in Spain. He later moved to Egypt. But he refers to himself here as, as uh, an exile of Jerusalem who finds himself in Spain. The Rambam uses uh, very flattering language toward this person. Calls him Maranov Rabbana, Maranov Rabbeinu, Ovadia, Hamaskil, he who uh, understands, Hamaven, Ger HaTzedek, the righteous convert, Yishalem Hashem Paolo, may Hashem reward his, his work, his butimas kurtur shleima, may Hashem loke Yisrael, may his compensation, may his reward be complete from God, the God of Israel, asher balachsos tachas knafav, that you, Ovadia, have come to rest under the protection of the wings of the Shechina. The, 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 these phrases are from Megillah's Rus. This is what, the, this is a blessing that Rus receives, that heard that uh, So Rambam applies this bracha to Rabbi Avadi Hager, who had left his whatever religion he had been, Islam, or and had and had joined the Jewish people. Rambam has great admiration and great praise for him. Sha'alta. This Rabbi Avadi had asked him, one of his questions was, Al brachos vatfilos, blessings, prayers, ben atmacha either when he's praying by himself or making brachas by himself, or when he davens with a minion in public, 
Can he say phrases like, Hashem is our God and the God of our fathers? Not the God of his fathers. His fathers were Gentiles, were pagans. He's certainly his God, but it's not the God of his fathers. Can he say, God commanded us. God didn't command us. He, he was not one of the ones God commanded. He volunteered. He was not one of the ones that God commanded at Harsinai. All these various phrases which denote Hashem choosing us, Hashem specifically to us. Ager was not one of those. Ager chose Hashem. Hashem didn't, cho- didn't choose him. You have given as an inheritance to our fathers. It wasn't the Ger's fathers. His fathers were not, uh, were not part of the chosen people. You have brought us out of the land of Egypt. All these phrases with which we are so familiar, can a Ger recite these phrases? That was the question he asked to Rabbi Ovadia Hager, asked the Rambam. Says the Rambam, You should say all the liturgical formula as they, are, as, as they are written in their standard phrasing. Baal Tashana Dover. You need not change, you should not change anything. Elokimoshi is Palaviavarekal Ezrachmi Israel. The same way every citizen, every natural born Jew prays and makes blessings. Kachroi Lachal Lavarekul Espalel. So too should you make a bracha and should you pray. Bainshis Palalti Yechidi, Bainshi Isashlech Tibur. Regardless of whether you are praying by yourself or whether you are a Shlech Tibur, in the Tibur, actually the Shlech Tibur. No matter what, you should, we'll see a little bit later what the Svarat Mechalik is, what the basis for such a chiluk might be. But the Rambam says there is no chiluk. You always pray and make brachas the same way every other Jew does. The Iker Adavari says, why is this? So before we, see the, before, before we see the Rambam's analysis, let's jump for a moment and discuss the, the, the comments of Chazal on this matter. The discussion starts from a Mishnah in Bikurim. I have that later in the handouts. Mishnah in Bikurim is discussing the mitzvah of Bikurim. The mitzvah of Bikurim has two parts. There is Havas Bikurim per se, bringing the first fruits. And then there is Mikra Bikurim. We read the Psukim, the same Psukim we read in the Haggadah, Rami Yavidavi. Mikra Bikurim is the, the person bringing the Bikurim, bringing the first fruits to the temple, to the Kohanim. He also recites various Psukim uh, relating. Relating to, relating to the Bikurim, relating to the bounty of Eretz Yisrael, to Hashem's gifts to Klai Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, and, the, and the, the Paris of Eretz Yisrael. So usually, in a normal situation of Bikurim, a person is Mevi Vikare, he brings Bikurim and he reads those Tzukim. There are certain cases where a person is Mevi Ve'enakare. The Chi of Bikurim remains, but the, the Karin does not apply. He does not read Mikra Bikurim. For various reasons. There are certain scenarios where you can still bring Bikurim, but you can't read the Pasha Bikurim. So the Tan of the Mishnah says, Here's a list of people who fit into this split category of Mevin Vlokarin. They do the action of bringing the Bikurim, but not reading the Pasha Bikurim. And item number one of the list is Hager, a convert, He brings Bikurim, but he does not recite the Psukim. One of the Psukim of Mikra Bikurim is, that Hashem promised our fathers to give us the land. He promised Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov to give us to give us the land. He promised our fathers, natural-born Jews' fathers. He did not promise the Ger's fathers. So the Ger cannot the Ger cannot uh, authentically recite Hashem Nishpa Hashem Lavosenu Lasislanu. 
and therefore he's maybe ben akari. Mishnah goes on. If Yisrael, if he had a Jewish mother, even if his father was not Jewish, maybe Vakari. Since he does have genealogical descent from the Avos, at least on one side, at least on his mother's side, he can read the Pasha Bikur. The Mishnah then segues into prayer, the laws of Tefillah. When he prays, he also cannot say, So here there's a chiluk between whether he prays by himself, whether he prays in a tzibur. If he's by himself, then he says, Elokeavos Yisrael, not Elokeinu Velokeavosenu, but Elokeavos Yisrael, the God of the fathers of the Jewish people. Uchshuba Beisakneses, when he's in public, when he's, when he's, when he's among a tzibur, and the tzibur has Jews who actually descend from Vermitzach and Yaakov, Omer, Elokeavosechem, your God, the God, the God of your fathers. Not my fathers, but your fathers. Again, but if his mother was Jewish, then he can say the same thing as everyone else. He can say, Elokeavosechem. So the Mishnah says, both with regard to Bikurim and with regard to Tefillah, a ger cannot say Avoseinu. He cannot refer to his fathers, he cannot refer to the God of his fathers, he cannot refer to the promises that God made to his fathers, he cannot refer, he cannot use any of these phrases. He has to say either, when he's by himself, Avos Yisrael, when he's among other Jews, he can say, he can say you, second person, the God of your fathers. That is what the Mishnah says. This is a Sta Mishnah. The Mishnah does not bring any dissenting view. However, Yushalmi brings a dissenting view. Yushalmi says, the Bavli does not discuss this. The Bavli has no comment on this topic. Bavli, didn't, Bavli was not composed on Seder Zeraim in general. It actually was composed on Brachas, presumably because much of Zeraim is not relevant in Galus, outside Eretz Yisrael, where there's no base Mikdash. Brachas is. Brachas is all about the laws of Bracha, of Tfilah, Brachas, of Tfilah, of Kriyashma. So there is Bavli on Brachas. There are, there are, however, bits and pieces of Seder Zraim, Seder Taras, which are actually quite relevant to Lahalacha, but the Bavli, in, in sweeping strokes, didn't write on, didn't write on Zraim. So here's a, a major question Lahalacha. How does a Ger pray, which comes up in the context of Bikurim, it, it's discussed in Masechus Bikurim. Unfortunately, there's no Bavli on it, so the Bavli has no comment on whether we pass like this mission or not. Yushalmi, however, the Talmud Yushalmi that lived in Eretz Yisrael, they wrote on Zerim as well. So they do discuss the question of how do we pray, how do we pray, how does the Ger pray? Yushalmi, Yushalmi brings as follows. Tani b'shem Rabbi Yehuda, Ger atzmo mevi v'kari. A Ger is mevi v'kari. Rabbi Yehuda is cholik on the Mishnah. We'll see later the Mishnah is Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda is cholik on the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda says, you said a Ger can't be kari, I say a Ger could be kari. My taima? Isn't it a factual point that the Ger's father is not Avraham Avinu? How can he say Avoseinu? Because Hashem told Avraham that his, his name was changed from Avram to Avraham with the hey, ki av hamon gayim nesaticha, the hey is for hamon gayim. Hashem told Avraham, you are now the father, I have made you the father of a multi- multitude of nations, a multitude of Gentiles. L'sha'avr ha'isa av la'aram, up till now you're Avram, the father just of Aram, parochial, from now on, henceforth, you are an Av for all nations. So we can refer to Avosenu because Avram indeed is considered, not biologically, but is considered an Av of all nations. I guess that applies to Yitzchak and Yaakov as well. We say, our fathers. To our fathers. I'll call upon him, that's Rabbi Hudashita, that a ger can bring. Bikurim and Bikare as the same way a regular Israel can. Rabbi Shua ben Levi says, Halachak Rabbi Yehuda. 
even though Rehuda is not mentioned in the Mishnah, we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. Also, Uvda Kamed Ravavo, Vahorik Rabbi Yehuda. A case arose before Rabbi Avo, he paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. The Radvaz points out they weren't knowing Bikurim at that time. In the time of the Amorim, after the Chorban, they, they weren't practicing Bikurim anymore. Nevertheless, with the Yushalmi brings a story that someone had a Shaila and he paskin because this Shaila is Nagat Tfila. It's not just, even though the the, the beginning of the Yushalmi deals with Mevi Vikare, the Bikurim Shaila, as we saw in the Mishnah, it's relevant to Tfila as well. So the Shaila was, even Bismanazel, we have to know how should a Ger Davin. So the Yushalmi says, we paskin, like Rabbi Yehuda, that a Ger is able to say, uh, able to say Avoseinu because Hashem told Avraham, Ki Av Hamongayim Nesaticha. So that's what we have. We have the Mishnah, which, which brings, which without, without dispute, brings that a ger cannot say Avoseinu, neither in Bikurim nor in Tfila. We have the Yushalmi brings a Brisa that says that he could, because Avamon Gaim And we have the end of the Yushalmi, which says that we paskin, the halacha follows, the halacha follows the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda, not the Shita of the Mishnah. So going back to the Rambam now. So the Rambam, the Rambam is going to bring this mission to Yushalmi later, but first he explains in his own inimitable style why a ger can say, So he says, In the third, third or fourth paragraph, Avram taught the whole nation, he taught them theology, monotheism, ethics, He made them wise, and he, and he, he taught, taught them about the true, the, the true religion, the true law, <laughs> the monotheism, the, the oneness of God, he kicked, uh, he kicked away Avodah he refuted and, and destroyed their worship, he brought many under the, the wings of the Shechina, the Limdeim, the Horam, he taught them and instructed them. He taught his descendants and his followers to, to keep the path of Hashem. Avram wasn't just personally pious, Avram had a profound influence. He, he changed the lives of numerous people. Because Avram had this quality, because he had this character of being a teacher, an influencer, as we would say today. Anyone until the end of time who converts, anyone who recognizes and acknowledges the, the oneness of Hashem, such a person is such a person is considered a Talmud of Avram Avinu. Just as Avram had a direct and immediate impact on people of his time, he had a long-term, indirect impact on anyone in the future who would recognize the truth. He is the father, A, of his righteous and correctly behaving descendants who follow his path, but also, Avram is the spiritual father. He may not be the biological father of everyone today, but he is the spiritual father of all those who follow his ideas, all those who follow uh, the, the, the monotheistic faith, the ethical monotheism. Avram is considered the father of all these people. Just as a, uh, an aside, I, I mentioned once or twice, I think, the, the great battle over the study of philosophy. We discussed the Tshuva of the Ramah recently, who, who ref- referenced this. 
the great battle over the study of philosophy in the early 14th century in the time of the Rashba. So there was an essay that was written actually by the leader of the anti-philosophy camp, the, by, by Rabbi Abamari of Lunel. He, he was actually the, the main agitator, the instigator of the attacks on philosophy. Nevertheless, he was not a... Uh, he, he, he was not as uh, one-dimensional, as, as narrow as you might think. He wrote an essay in which he explains why the study of philosophy is pernicious, but he makes some remarkable concessions in that essay. He discusses Aristotle, talks about what a great Chacham Aristotle was, and contrary to some Jewish interpreters of Aristotle, he says Aristotle was a monotheist. Aristotle believed in a god similar to our god. He's, and he goes so far as to say that, that Aristotle was Aristotle followed in the footsteps of Avram Avinu in that he rejected paganism and he taught people the, the philosophical truths which are monotheistic in nature. Aristotle went wrong, he says. He didn't believe in, in Nevuah, in, in God's special providence, in Ashkacha Pratis, and so on. So the, we believe we have a, that Hashem has an that Hashem has an interventionist relationship with the world, uh, that we believe that, that, that Hashem cares and involves himself in the world. That's something Aristotle didn't believe, and that's why it's pernicious for a Jew to follow Aristotle. But the basic idea that, that Aristotle believed in a, Aristotle was not, as understood by the Rishonim, some kind of uh, materialist, some kind of modern, uh, modern scientific materialist atheist. Aristotle, as understood by the Rambam and even some of his opponents, Aristotle was... Uh, an Abrahamic monotheist. There's a lot of debate as to what Aristotle actually believed, I think, but the way Aristotle was understood, at least by some of the Rishonim, he actually was a, a, uh, a more or less Abrahamic monotheist, just he went wrong in, in the beliefs about his involvement with the world, and Ashkacha Pratis, and Nisim, and Nevuah, and so on. But uh, I'll call upon him, the Rambam's position is, Avram is considered the... the the leader, the follower the, of, of all the, the, the leader of all those who follow his ideas, of all those, it's, it's less about the purity of blood, it's more about, the, it's more about his hashkafas, his ideas, his teachings, and therefore the Rambam says, anyone who, who, anyone who adopts and, uh, and assimilates and accepts the crucial teachings of Avram Avinu is worthy of being called, is able to be called a, a child, a descendant of Avram Avinu. People often hold up this, this Shuvah the Rambam, along with other comments in his writings. People often, scholars like to hold this up in contrast to Rabbi Yehuda Alevi, both great, great medieval Jewish thinkers. Rabbi Yehuda Alevi, scholars argue, had a much more essentialist no- notion of what it means to be a Jew, that, that there was some kind of um, ineffable Indian Eloki, something fun- fundamentally, inherently different about Jews and non-Jews. While Rambam often focuses on the ideas, on what you believe, what you understand, how you, the, 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 on, on, your, on the, the, the content of your soul, that uh, it, it all depends on the, uh, on the doctrines you espouse and the, the attitudes you have and the mitos that you have. It, it, it's not anything intrinsic and immutable. It, it's, uh, everyone agrees it's not immutable. Everyone agrees that a person can become a ger, and he has the halachic status of, uh, of a ger. But Rambam's whole attitude is that you are, you are just as worthy, you, you, are, you are just as legitimately a child of Avram based on the choices you make, the decisions you make, the, the attitudes you profess, the ideas you believe. And, it, it, and blood is you know, not that important. The, the Iker is, if you, if you have the, the attitudes and the, the deus and the, the beliefs of Avram Avinu, then you are, you are a child of Avram Avinu. 
That's, as we'll see, that this, is, this is not that different from what the Mishnah says, but in La Halacha, but, but the Mishnah just says it, the Mishnah, the, the, the Yushalmi, just says very tersely that Hashem said, Avamon Gerim Satikha. The Rambam is expanding and elaborating on that. The Rambam is explaining that uh, it's not just some kind of uh, special status Hashem gave Avram, uh, it's because Avram taught, Avram influenced, Avram molded people and, and, and shaped their, their beliefs and shaped their, their whole uh, worldviews. And therefore, anyone who ultimately, thousands of years later, is still being influenced by the great truths and the great teachings that Avram brought to the world, such a person ca- can absolutely be considered a child of Avram Avin. Rambam continues, Therefore, you ask, can you say things like, Answer is 100% yes. He is your father. And you can also say, You can say that God gave the land as an inheritance to, to our fathers. He's your father as well. However, the Ram says, if you're referring to if you want to refer to, dis- to actual concrete historical events, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, or Hashem made Nisim for us, those Nisim happened to actual historical Israel at certain points in their history, in its history, that the Rambam says, it's less clear that the right thing to do is to say, because the, the Nisim didn't actually happen to your ancestors. Avram, symbolically, is considered your, your father, but the Jews in the desert were not necessarily your ancestors. Therefore, he says, If you want to say, God took the Jews out of Egypt, not my ancestors out of Egypt, or if you want to say, that you can say. If you want to say, he did Nisim for the Jewish people, without saying, my ancestors, that's fine. But if you don't want to change, if you just want to say, the regular Nisachatfilah, even here, it's not a big deal to say these things. He says, "Why?" There is no difference between us and you. He says, "There is no. Uh, we don't have a caste system of people who are on a more pure and less pure. This is not the way Judaism works." I mean, we do have a caste system. We have Kohanim Levim and Yisraelim, but in general, the Rambam says there is no difference between a Jew by birth and a Jew by choice. All the nisim that Hashem has done, it's as though He did them for you as well. So Harehu Omer be Yeshaya. He brings the pasuk in Yeshaya. Va'al Yomar ben Hanechar. We read this on fast days. Va'al Yomar ben Hanechar. Hanilvel Hashem Lamer Havdiel Vilani Hashem Me'alamo. A person shouldn't say a ben a ben Hanechar, someone who was born Gentile, but who was Nilvel Hashem, who joins the Jewish people. He should not say Havdel Havdilani. Hashem made distinctions. I'm different. I'm not fully Jewish. That's wrong, the Navi says. There is no difference whatsoever between us and you. So that, that, that's the Ram's point. So at this point, he's making a distinction. He's saying, when you, just ref, when you simply refer to, the, to Avram as your father, that 100% is correct. You absolutely should say that because. He is the, the, the father in spirit, the father in uh, intellectually, morally, theologically. There's no question you should say that Avram is your father. When you refer to specific historical events that befell the Jews uh, a long time ago, 
Then he says, it is reasonable to say, I shouldn't say Avaseinu, because you can argue that you shouldn't say it if you don't want to, because at the end of the day, it's a historical fact and it did not happen to your fathers. On the other hand, the Ram says, even that you can justify. It's not as compelling as the first point, but even that you can justify, because since you have become a Jew, you have assimilated into the Jewish people, there is absolutely no difference between you and us, in the same way we can say, Hashem did this for our ancestors, you can say the same thing. Furthermore, he continues, Vada, he says, All the, all the language of tefillah that Hashem chose us, and Hashem gave us the Torah, and Hashem gave us Eretz Yisrael for the Yerusha, and mitzvahs, and he, and he separated us from the non-Jews, all this you can absolutely say, Hashem chose you, and Hashem separated you from the nations. Not you personally, but he, but he separated Avram, and you joined Avram. You joined Avram's nation. The Torah is both ours and for Gerim as well, equally. It's one chok, it's one law, everything is the same, everyone is the same. Furthermore, he says, don't think that our, uh, that our ancestors were so great either. Our ancestors who left Egypt, he says, Rubam of Devadazara. We're going to say that in the Haggadah in a week. They worship Devadazara. And Akshav Kervana Makhmuf Narasinai. That Ad Kedekach, the Chazal tell us that the Malachim didn't want to let Akash Baruch take us out of Mitzrayim. They said, What's the difference? Hello, love Devadazara, hello, love Devadazara. Maskal Begnos, Messiah Besheva. So our ancestors were also of Devadazara. Don't think that you have some shame, you have some stain that we don't have. We're pure and you're, you, you used to be an idol worshiper. We were like that too, he says. We, we, we all come from humble stock and we learn from the ways of the Egyptians. Hashem picked all of us to be his nation. Anyone who volunteers to join us we all have the same law. And he says, uh, furthermore, he says, your yichus in a certain sense is even greater than our yichus. We can trace our lineage back to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. You can trace your yichus back to God himself. Mepharshim have different ways to understand the Pasuk, the... the the way the Pasuk goes, it says, the Pasuk says, Zeyomar Lashem Ani, Vzeyikra Vashem Yaakov, Vzeyikhtov Yadol Lashem, Vashem Yisrael Yechana. So the Mepharshim have different, uh, four, four phrases, four parallel phrases, Zeyomar Lashem Ani, Zeyikra Vashem Yaakov, Vzeyikhtov Yadol Lashem, Vashem Yisrael Yechana. So the Mepharshim have different shots, and Rashi brings Abbas Rabinasan that the that Uvishem Yisrael, the, I'm sorry, the Metzudah Savit says, Uvishem Yisrael Yechaneh, that Elu HaGerim, Asher Yitos Fualeim. Those who are called Yisrael, who, did, who weren't, didn't start out being naturally, objectively Yisrael, they, they're called Yisrael, because they joined Yisrael. Rashi brings Avas Rabbi Nassim, also, Uvishem Yisrael Yechaneh, Elu HaGerim, that's Avas Rabbi Nassim. Malbim says, Malbim says, um, Malbim says, The 
have different pshatim and how to interpret the, how, to, how to interpret this pasuk. But the Rambam is also interpreting it to mean at least part of this pasuk. He's saying is that is that a ger is considered is that uh, some are considered b'shem Yaakov and some are considered uh, l'ashem ani. Some some decide to go straight to Hashem. The ger Rambam apparently understands that the the ger can trace his yichus in a certain sense straight to Hashem. Now, finally, at the very end of his tshuva, the Rambam turns back to Chazal. The Rambam says that this is all in Chazal. I've explained it to you the way I understand it, but it really goes back to Chazal. It's true we have a Mishnah, a Stam Mishnah, he says, that says that a ger, should, a ger cannot say, Elokeinu elokeinu, that the ger, we said, as we mentioned earlier, that the ger should say, when he's by himself, he should say, Elokeavos Yisrael, when he's among, when he's among natural-born Jews, he should say, Elokeavos Echem. Says the Rambam, fine, that's Rabbi Meir Shita. It's not lahalacha. It's not normative. Yushalmi says we pass like Rabbi Yehuda that that Avamon Goyim a ger could say a ger could say Asher Nishpa Asher Nishpa Talav Asher Nishpa Lavasenu. Harin Nisbar Lacha. It's clearly established from the Yushalmi. He says Sheyesh Lacha Lomar Asher Nishpa Hashem Lavasenu Lasis Lanu V'Shavram Av Lachal Lakol V'Lanu Lachal V'Lanu Lachal Atzadikim Lachet Bedrachav. Food and Lashara Brachas Vatfilos, all the all the brachas and filos, Lotashana Klum. Again, earlier he said that certain things when you refer to actual historical events, you could change if you want, but the Rambam certainly inclines to the view that you should not change anything, you should daven and say brachas just as a normal Jew does. Because of Moshe, Zatzal, that is the Rambam's Shuva in its entirety. It's uh it's it's a wonderful chuva. It's it, 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 again, this is one of these chuvas where the Rambam comes alive. It's not simply a dry discussion based on a Yushalmi of whether a ger is entitled to say, based on a pasuk of Avamon Goyim Nesaticha, that a, that a ger is entitled to say, the Rambam just exudes so much sympathy, so much uh, inclusiveness, so much warmth and encouragement to the ger. He has so much uh, admiration. And this we see in several of his chuvas, just as we saw in the, in the previous chuva, that also to the same ger apparently. He, he gave him what we would call chizuk, he made him feel better, he showed him admiration, he showed him you know, respect and admiration, and, and, and uh, writes him with such warmth, with such genuine friendship, even though he's writing about technical halachic matters. Here too, he, he made, on the one hand, he makes the technical but very important point that when a ger prays, he is able to say, but at the same time, the, the language of the Ramans Shuva is just so, you know, it's, it's very different from his language in the Yad. It's, it's also poetic, but it, it's, just, it's just so personal, it's so warm, it's so, uh, it, 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 it's, so, it's so encouraging toward the Ger. Again, I don't know if we know how he reacted to this letter. This, this, this would be, a, you know, this could be a life-changing event to get a letter like this from the Rambam. But I'll call upon him, this is an example of the Rambam writing, melding his, his character as a, uh, as a halachist par excellence, along with his character as a, as a human being, as a human being possess, possessing empathy and so on. Again, if the Allah would be different, he would have to uh, empathize, but say what the Allah is. But the, but the Rambam believed this was the Allah, and certainly he, he expresses it with such, uh, such lovely empathy and warmth. It is a, a wonderful tshuva to read. The Rambam, in, in several other places in his writings, makes the same halachic point. In the Pirusha Mishnah, on that Mishnah in Bikurim, he makes the same point, basically. He says... He brings the Mishnah that a ger cannot say However, he says that. Uh, however, he says that's true, but that's not how we paskin. We paskin the ger could say that because it says Avmon and he says therefore the ger can say it. 
And again, he, he, his language is much briefer, but again, he alludes to the way he understands this. Avman Gaim Saticha is not just some kind of uh, prize Avram got, but, it, but it, it meant because of what Avram was. He was the father of the whole world. He taught them faith. That's what made it. It wasn't just like a schar, a prize for Avram Avinu. Because Avram taught and influenced the whole world, it was Bamis. He, he, was, he was worthy of being called Avamon Gaim. He was worthy of being called Avamon Gaim. That's what he says in Pirusha Mishnah. Again, we pass in Alakis Mishnah, third place in the Mishnah Torah, in his Yad HaZaka. He passes again briefly. He writes, Hager mevi vikare. Hager is able to read Mikra Bikurim, Shenemar Lavraham, Avamon Gaim Nesaticha, Hareu Avlok Hal Haolam, Kulo Shenechnasin Tachas Kanfe Ashkina. Once again, he says, Avamon Gaim Nesaticha doesn't just mean Avram is the king of the whole world. It means, as, as indicated by this Yushalmi, it means. Avram is considered the truth. In truth, he's considered the father of everyone who who uh, makes a move makes a move to uh, to to take refuge under the Kanfeshkin. Now, the Rambam is not the only voice on the subject. The Rambam is not is not universally accepted. The Balitosus, Tosus, and the Mordechai, the Balitosus actually bring a machlokus about this. Again, it, it's clearly a machlokus among Chazal. It's a machlokus the Mishnah and the Brisa. But the Balitosus bring a machlokas, but how we should pass it. Tosus and Baba Bastra says, Mikachahi Mishnah, because of this Mishnah in Bikurim that a ger cannot say, cannot say Avosenu, Rabbeinu Tam, one of the greatest of the Balitosus, Rabbeinu Tam said, He would not allow a ger to recite Berchas Azimun. He would, uh, because a ger can't say, Alshen Chalfal Avosenu in the second bracha of Benching. Eretz, uh, Eretz Tova, it used to be people made the Zimun were the only ones who recited benching, the Bimotzi, everybody else. Today he just says, uh, uh, today he just says that he just, they, we, they mostly just say the opening phrases, but the Iker Zimun we find in the time of Chazal used to be that they said the whole benching out loud, the Bimotzi, everyone. So a ger cannot say, in the second bracha, cannot say, it's not Avosenu, it's Avos Yisrael, or it's Avos Echem, but it's not Avosenu. So because a ger cannot say that, therefore he should not have the zimun. I guess Rabbeinu Tam meant when he benched, he should modify the language personally to, to, to say it the way, uh, like the Mishnah says, say, Ashen Chalta Lavos Yisrael. Similarly, Rabbeinu Tam said, Kishu Mispalel, like the Mishnah said, when, when a ger is Mispalel, Ben Olav, Ben Atzma, Omer Elokeh Avos Yisrael, Mispalel, Ben Sikhnes, Omer Elokeh Avos Sechem, Masayimu Me Yisrael, Omer Elokeh Avos Sechem, that, uh, that, that a ger, so Rabbeinu Tam said a ger cannot, or the, the Rabbeinu Tam passed like the Mishnah, and he said a ger cannot say Elokeh Vaseinu, and he has to modify his tefillah, and therefore he shouldn't have the Berch Zazimu. The Re, the other great, but one of the other great of the Balitosis, the Re says, Shapir Matzi Amar Ger Lavaseinu. A ger could say Avaseinu. Why? We don't pass like the Mishnah. It's true, you're absolutely right. The Mishnah says what you said. But the mission is not the last word on the subject. The re brings Yushalmi that Rebuhuda disagrees, and we pass him like Rebuhuda. And therefore, the re says, you don't have to worry. Therefore, the Agar can say exactly what we say, and therefore, we can leave the benching. Similarly, in the Mardachai, Beisosif brings the Mardachai, then the Mardachai says, and in, in the city of Wurzburg, that uh, they, they would not allow a ger to be shliach tibur. I mean, the time would not allow a ger to leave the zimun. Here, they would not allow the, a ger to be the chazan. Why? Because he can't say, Elokeh Vaseinu. First bracha from Asrei. Elokeh Vaseinu. He can say, Elokeh but he can't say, Elokeh Vaseinu. Why not? 
Mishnah Bikurim. The Mishnah says a ger has to modify the language of tefillah to say Avos Yisrael or Avos Echem. So I, I guess you could have the ger modify Shmon Esrei, but you don't want to do that. I guess you don't want to start having the ger say a non-standard Shmon Esrei when he's davening for the Amun. Therefore, in Würzburg, they would not let the ger be the Shlech Tzibur at all. That's like Rebbein Atam, he passing like the Mishnah. Rebbein Yoel Hitter. Rebbein Yoel disagreed. He said a ger is entitled to be, maybe may the Shlech Tzibur. Because Yushalmi says, we don't pass him like the Mishnah Bikurim. Once again, he says, we pass him like, the, Yushalmi says, Rehuda disagrees, we pass him like Rabbi Yehuda. He brings the whole Yushalmi, and, uh, and the Beis connects to this to the Machlokas, Rebbein Atam, and the Ri. And the other Rishonim also paskin like the Ri, with paskin like the that uh, the other Rishonim also paskin like Rabbi Yehuda, the Ramban and the Rashba, Rambam as we've seen. So the bottom line is we have we have a mission on the one hand we have a mission in Bikurim with no comment of the Bavli that a Ger cannot say Avaseinu. On the other hand we have a Bryce in the Yushalmi. The Yushalmi definitively says we paskin like like that Bryce and not like the Mishnah. We have a number of Rishonim who say the Halacha is like the Yushalmi. Most notably the Rambam, but also the Ri and Tosus and Rabbeinu Yoel and the Ramban and the Rashba and the, and the Ran, all say that we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda that a ger is able to say Elokeinu and even according to the Rambam, can even refer to historical events. He can even say Shasanisim Lavaseinu that he's Motzi Avaseinu Mitzrayim. However, the, there is also a, a dissenting view. The Stimas of Mishnah and the, and the Bavli has no comment on this would seem to indicate that the halacha is a ger cannot say these things, and that's the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam, and that's the opinion of uh, the Chachmei Wurzburg, who said that uh, in Wurzburg, they said that a ger cannot do it. The halacha, the Shulchan Aruch, brings both shitas, but he, but he says definitively that the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda. Shulchan Aruch says in Simon and Gimel, Yeishmonim ger miliach shliach tzibur, there were those, in Wurzburg, there were those who said that a ger cannot be the shliach tzibur, however, v'nidchu devreim, we don't paskin like that. We paskin that a ger may be the shleich tzibur. Again, Meshiburu explains because we paskin like the like the Yushalmi, since Avram was Avam on Goyim as the Rambam explains. Therefore, therefore a ger may say all the same things that a ordinary Israel can say, and that's the consensus of other poskim as well. That that uh, even though there were some Rishonim who paskin like the who paskin like the like the Mishnah. But the, the, the consensus of halacha is like the Rambam, that, the, that a ger is able to say all the things that a non-ger says, and that, that is the halacha l'maysa. We're, uh, we're approaching Pesach, where we're going to, again, as the Rambam says, we have to remember, we have to remember that we weren't, uh, we weren't perfect either. We, we started out as pagans, as idol worshippers as well, and Hashem took us out, and Hashem, we have the great schus that Hashem helped us, and, and we became the Amsegula, but it's not an exclusive club. Anyone who wants can join us. Once, uh, once they join us, they are, as the, Ram, as the Rambam says so beautifully, there is no hefrish between them and us. We're exactly the same. Once a person makes that choice to become a member of Klal Yisrael, he is, he's every bit, he's every bit as, good as, as good as we are. All the, same, uh, all the same things that apply to us and all the liturgical phrases that we say apply to him, and he can say those phrases as well.